The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Resiliency and Running podcast. My name is Liz, and I will be your host. I'm so excited to have you back because today I'm going to be doing an episode around a challenge I just completed yesterday, running one mile every hour for 24 hours. So let's just jump right in. All right, so full disclaimer before we get started, I had probably mentioned in a prior episode that I was wanting to kind of record this similarly to how I recorded my David Goggins episode. And in that episode, I was kind of sitting down after each run. And in that challenge, there were only 12 runs. And in this one, there were 24. And I just had less time between runs. And I also was super keen on filming each run for TikTok and Instagram reels. And so I figure that I can just sit down and do kind of like a summary over overview and it's still kind of fresh in my mind because I only finished it just yesterday at 5 p.m. or well that was when I started my last 24th run so I technically finished at like 5 10 ish p.m. but wow what a challenge what a 24-hour period let me tell you. So I guess I'll start by explaining that I hadn't really heard about this challenge until I was speaking with a colleague of mine about the David Goggins challenge because prior to that challenge, I did not think that I could complete that at all. And it's just crazy to like sit here now and be like, yeah, I ran, you know, a mile every hour for 24 hours, no sweat. But when I was asking him for like tips and advice because he used to be in the army, he actually told me about his experience doing this challenge running one mile every hour for 24 hours, which is the one that I had just completed, but that kind of got my mind thinking. And especially after I finished the Goggins challenge, I kind of knew in my mind, like, okay, I I kind of really want to see if I can do that one. And I think after speaking to him about it more, because I think at first thought it sounds super daunting and I like probably anyone else would probably think, well, how are you supposed to run at the top of the hour every single hour for 24 hours? And there are people who have probably completed it that way, but I will just be honest here and say that that is not how I completed it. And what my friend recommended and what he also did is you run kind of like you do your miles like back to back almost for like in increments of two. And so you would do one at like the end of the hour and then one at the beginning of the hour. So for example, I started my runs at 6.50 p.m. and it takes me around eight to nine minutes to run a mile. And so it would finish right before 7 p.m. And then I kind of just walk around for a bit and then at 7 p.m. I start my next run. And so instead of like 50 minutes of rest time between runs, you get an hour 40. And given the amount of times that you have to go out to run and like thinking about those really early morning 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m. runs, I, as a young woman living in central London, did not particularly feel safe like knowing that or thinking that I would need to go out every, you know, once an hour. And I'd rather almost have it where it's like, okay, I kill two birds with one stone and I get it done and then I'll go back inside and I'll come back in the next hour. 
I think also just for sanity purposes, I definitely needed that. But a question that I was getting during the challenge is like, what, how do you think this compares to the David Goggins challenge? And to be honest, I'm really not sure how to compare the two because in one instance, you're running only 12 runs and you're doing four miles at a time and you only really have one early morning run depending on how you split it up. Like I had done 10 p.m., 2 a.m., 6 a.m., and then 10 a.m., you know, and it goes on. And in this instance, I was kind of doing it as I explained earlier. And so I still had early morning runs, but I had more of them. So with the Goggins challenge, I kind of only had to think about that, those two early morning runs because it was a 48-hour challenge, where in this instance, there were actually more early morning runs because you were doing it every hour. And so I think when it's daylight, I'm totally fine. And as soon as the sun came out in the morning, I felt a lot better about the challenge. But I'm not going to lie, those early morning runs got a little bit sketchy at times. And they were definitely super tough to get up for. And when I say get up, I don't mean that I was actually getting any sleep between runs. I actually probably only napped a collective like hour 20. But it was more so just like, again, getting yourself out the door, getting yourself to get ready again. And I think TikTok was a really great experience and I shared some of them on my Instagram story, but there were just so many that I didn't think it was, I didn't feel right to kind of upload them all as reels as well. And I think what was fun about TikTok is that because I was doing it so often, I didn't really have time to like look nice or get put together. And it was like my first time really doing a lot of videos and like footage of me in like, you know, sweaty, no makeup, hair has not been washed at all sort of looks. And it just turned out to be like, I was not expecting the experience to go this way, but so many of my videos actually ended up getting, it garnered a couple thousand views. And like the very first one, I think right now is sitting at like 49K views, which is insane. But I just ended up garnering a good amount of like people following me on the challenge and like really uplifting me. And I'm going to be totally honest here. That is genuinely what was pushing me to keep going because those early morning runs were freaking hard. And like genuinely, I am not trying to sound vain, but like I think this has been my goal really essentially for like the overall London Marathon training period because I've already started documenting or I documented the first week of training. And essentially, I was really, I want to like create a community and a space and like people where, you know, I can share this training and I can like answer questions and I can you know, talk about the realities and like the not so glamorous parts of marathon training. And, you know, whether that's maybe one day sh talking about or sharing how many bruised toes I get and just how like kind of honestly, I don't want to be TMI, but like it gets pretty gross with your feet after a while, especially as you start to get into like higher mileage weeks. But it genuinely, it just totally warmed my heart that people were like genuinely interested in the challenge and even just like asking questions around like getting into running, running late at night, which I don't condone. And just the comments were so uplifting. And there were people that would comment like, I woke my boyfriend up to like watch these. And, you know, I'm tuning in from like this state in the US. And it was just so insane to me that like there were just people all over the world that were like so into my challenge. And I think it also like made me want to like keep going, obviously. And I think that there were definitely many points, um, especially just earlier in the morning of Saturday that I 
just really was not sure. And and I think that that was probably one of the biggest like points where it, I felt really disheartened. And that was like, I hadn't even hit the halfway mark. It was like 3 a.m. and people weren't really donating because that was also the whole premise of the challenge. Not just that I was bored on a Friday night, but that I was trying to fundraise for my fundraiser, Boston Children's Hospital, because I'm running with their charity team in the London Marathon. And so I think that these challenges are really good and really intense and very like mentally and physically just like stimulating and like in a really good positive way because I always feel so much growth from these challenges. But obviously like there is a bigger goal for me. And so it was kind of disheartening. I'm going to be honest just to say that like no one was really like engaging. Like people were engaging on TikTok. There were a ton of people, but like I just, I was feeling a little like I'm not even like halfway yet and I still have so much to go. How am I supposed to just like run for like, you know, the next X amount of hours for like all of Saturday practically. But I think that that's just it though, isn't it? Is that when you're trying to overcome these challenges and when you're doing things like this on your own, it gets really lonely. And especially when you're like single and in your 20s or 30s, whatever, um, like I'm 25. And that's something that I've just mentally really been like struggling with is, you know, the idea of being single and having been single for so long. And I think that like very recently, I finally came to terms with just like really accepting it and actually really embracing it because I think like I recently started a new job and it was an incredible first week, incredible people. And like, I feel very motivated by that. And I really just want to like focus on that and throw myself into work. And also just with like marathon training, I think that there are other things that you can definitely distract yourself with. And I think that I got into the really bad habit and I'm sure a lot of people do where you say, you know, I want to build a roster of guys that I'm dating and I will distract myself this way and then if one ghosts me or if one does you know whatever I'll just move on to the next one and I think my flatmate put it really well is that instead of distracting yourself with guys you can distract yourself with hobbies and so I think that that's why marathon training also has just been so amazing and just this past month has been so amazing I think and it's only been like a week but like in the last month of May I got back into soccer I got back into swimming and these are things that like I used to do when I was younger and it just felt like I was almost like embracing my childhood self again and it felt like I was connecting with a younger version of me who used to not even care I mean I was like 10 when I was swimming um it was just like you know there are definitely more things to life than dating and I think that when the time is right that'll come along but for now that's just not you know, my case. And I'm very, very close to deleting like all of my dating apps. I, I do it. And I know that a lot of people talk about like going through phases of like having your dating apps, deleting them, redownloading them. And I think genuinely, I'm just at a point where I just don't think that that's for me. And I think that it's a very like toxic cycle. And I, I recently was dating. I'm just kind of going off on a tangent here and it, this is not related to the challenge but I recently was kind of seeing someone and he ended up ghosting me and this is just like so evident of like my dating experiences like ever since college I have had countless experiences of being ghosted and I, re I still remember just like the terrible 
gut-wrenching feeling of being ghosted the first time in college and how terrible it felt and it just kind of sucks that over time I got more and more used to it and I like now have like a step-by-step okay this is how we're gonna flip the switch and how we're gonna stop having feelings for this person and we're gonna just remove them from our lives because that's not weird and it's just it's kind of shitty but I honestly just kind of looked at that situation and that's kind of like also the place that I go to I talked about this in a TikTok but like I think that every runner has like this deep dark place that they go to and I know that I definitely went there for my marathon last year where you think about like that one thing that really just tore you apart at one point or that one thing that you put your everything into that one thing that you loved so much that just ended up hurting you and stabbing you in the back in the end and you go to that place and like you pull from that for motivation to keep going in your run and like that is where I was pulling from for so many of these runs is like I I like to think about the people who have wronged me the toxic friendships the toxic guys and you know This is how I'm working on myself and how I am making myself physically and mentally stronger. And I think that, yeah, I'm sorry, this is just such a tangent, but I think just what I'm learning more and more is that I truly do not need slash cannot depend on other people and I only have myself to depend on. And at the end of the day, like you hear that saying that you wake up with yourself and you go to bed with yourself and it is true, you only have yourself. And so if you're not okay with yourself, if you are not okay with like the habits that you have formed or the people that you surround yourself with, you need to change that. And I think it's so like it's it's really telling of like the people that you surround yourself with and I really did a deep dive into like who do I surround myself with in the past year and really had to like take some people out because they weren't helping me on this journey of like wanting to grow and wanting to make myself better and I can confidently say now that like I am so happy and so okay with like the small circle of really quality people that I surround myself with on like a daily basis but yeah I think just so much about this challenge and like in the previous challenge as well with the David Goggins 4x4x48 is that like I just learned time and time again that I really do not need I, I like people and I like to have people but I don't need them and for so long I struggled with that and for so long I was very codependent on a lot of people for my happiness to fulfill me and these challenges, I get so emotional after them. And I, one of my TikToks, I was like quite literally crying on the floor, but I just, I learned time and time again that I am so strong and I am so capable and I can overcome anything that I set my mind to, any challenge that I want to do. I know that I can do it. And I know that I can do this because I've overcome so much in the past, not just with these physical challenges, but with mental health struggles and my sexual assault and just so many of these things that you forget I feel like sometimes like they're not things that you think about every day but I feel like these challenges where you're really digging deep into your mind you you kind of how David Goggins puts it is that you reach into the cookie jar and I definitely was reaching into the cookie jar so many times and it just reminds me so much of like the mental toughness that I've built in my life and just from all of these different experiences and life experiences yeah I just I can't believe that I did it and I am so 
proud of myself and I'm so happy and I'm so thankful to have a community like this and a space like this to be able to talk about this and share about this and for people to actually be so interested in it. So yeah, I just, I know that this is like, I'm not like stopping podcasting obviously but I'm just really excited for the months to come with marathon training and I have so many exciting episodes planned so I'm really excited and I hope that you stick around all right and that's going to wrap up another episode of the resiliency and running podcast I really do hope that you enjoyed it as always thank you for supporting and thank you for always listening and I would love if you check out that first link in the description box just outlining the link for my fundraiser with Boston Children's Hospital as I'm running with them in the London Marathon I would love if you would consider donating if not sharing that link with others and if you would like to follow the podcast we are resiliency and running on TikTok and Instagram. But otherwise, I hope to see you in the next episode. Bye.